Hello, 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 and welcome to the Ball and All uh, podcast. This is your basketball podcast, but today we always do like we've done over the past 10 days. It's the BAL Daily Recap, the Basketball African League that's happening in Kigali at the Kigali Arena. And it's the first day of the playoffs, the quarterfinals that have started. So I was really, really exciting. And we saw uh, two games, uh, FAP taking on Zamalek as well as Petro de Luanda take on Air Saleh in a rematch of what happened on Saturday. I'll be going through those games and, and letting you know how they went. They've just finished. The second se- uh, quarterfinal has just finished. So we have our first semifinal set and we'll talk about that. Um, so that's what's going to be happening as we go along. But let's go into the um let's have a look at the playoff bracket um and and then let you know what's what's gone on there so the the games that have happened today um were zamalek taking on fap zamalek winning 82 53 and petro de luanda winning 79 72 so you've got your two semi-finalists all sorted out um that is zamalek playing petro de luanda on saturday at 2 p.m um, which is going to be quite an intriguing um, uh, semi-final. But let's talk about that uh, first semi-final. Uh, Zamalek being the favorites coming through. This game was actually very defensive. At halftime, the teams had scored 30 to 28. Zamalek were leading at halftime. Lots of rebounding presence, lots of presence in the paint. There were lots of bodies in the paint in that first half. Um, FAP uh, punching above their weight, really in that first quarter, really giving as much as they got. And to a certain extent, in the second half, they didn't have much left in the tank. The second half, they really tried to go zone defensively against Zamalek, but there were so many holes. Guys were driving in. Zamalek managing to score 50, over 50, 52 points in the second half, which is something that FAP just couldn't match as they went along. And that was just really disappointing because uh, I really loved FAP. Um, Abdullah um, Amadou, Huruna, who is the number 10 of FAP, is a really, really great player. He's a baller. He's a scorer. He scored 16 points tonight, uh, 21 points tonight. He just needed help. There was nobody there for him. Um, really great player. And 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 to a certain extent, that's where it ended up. You needed um Huruna needed Marcus Thomas to come through, Marcus Thomas Jr. to come through. He just couldn't. Um, and if you look at the other side. Um, there were some big contributions from uh, Walter Hodge, who scored 18 points and six assists. You had um, Yase uh, Meba, Yase, the, 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 the 19-year-old, the number two. He scored 14 points at 71% field goals. And he was just driving in. He just was so um, was so nimble inside the paint that he could just find the seam um, in, in, in the 2-3 in the, in the two, zone and draw that center man out, which is quite important when you're driving through, to draw that man out. And either you give yourselves an option either to dish or to go through. He just went all the way to the bucket. And then Suleiman Diabate was their sniper from three. He had four. He had four for six from three. He was just always just methodical in in the way he did it. And, and Chinedu uh, Enelu, um, that's his name, the Nigerian who plays for Zamalek, number 42, was really great in the paint, really good defensively, and, and created those stops. Essentially, this game went down to field goals. Both teams, Zamalek put up 71 uh, field goal attempts, so um, uh, FAP put up 67, but FAP could only make 19, which gives them a 28% field goal percentage compared to the 43% that Zamalek put up with the 31-71 
from the field. So that was one of the reasons why this game went the way it did. It was really sad to see FAP go, especially Amadou Huruno, who I think is a baller, but there's nothing. So, they, well, look, they really did try. And, and to a certain extent, they got to the end of it, to the end of their road. And they just, it just ended up being offense. That's such a good defensive team, creating a lot of turnovers, but they couldn't convert. They were getting second chance uh, second chances, but they just couldn't convert off of those offensive rebounds. So that was quite disappointing for FAP. But they can hold their head eyes because they really did take Zamalek, uh, cause a lot of problems. And Zamalek's uh, changes at halftime showed the quality of their side. So they go on to face Petra in the semifinal in the 2-3 matchup. This one was just entertainment galore. I loved this game. Um, it was a rematch of the first game. And let's put this down here. ASLA lost, but Terrell Stoglin is a star. He's a star of the Basketball Africa League. He scored points everywhere. Scored 30 points today in a losing cause. He also, just like an FAP with Huruna, who's also a star, um, needed someone to help him. They needed Rashad James to help him. But Petra de Luanda were wily. They were, they were just that that experienced team. They played bully ball. They played a a, a, a Big lineup throughout most of the game. Um, they, they're number five. They point guard the shortest man in the tournament. Uh, Childa Dindao didn't play that much. They only played about 10 minutes in the game, which was really, well, it was really disappointing, but it was really clever from the Petro coach to go, I'm going size. He, they had, apart from the center rotation, every spot in the on, on the court, Luanda had bigger players. They had size and they could dominate inside. They could dominate outside. They could dominate defensively. And that's where this game went. There were lots of turnovers on both sides, but the, the key to this game was Pedro kept on converting from those turnovers. It was, they led by 17, by 13 um, in, the, in, the, in the second quarter. It was brought down to eight points. Chris uh, Stoglin just kept on fighting back. He's kept on pushing back to a point where he got them to... Uh, to tie the game with a one one minute twenty left in the third quarter, they even went on to lead um, um, early on in the fourth quarter. But then Petro just came through. Petro just used their rotations to find the mismatches, so they put their big men on their on their wings to be able to get around them. They also then put their big men on their wings. Um, we're using the pick and roll effectively, especially using Ryan, which is in the post, to come through. I said yesterday that ASL needed Naja to come through. He came through today. He really had a great game today, putting up some really important points and also getting some deep rebounds. They got themselves into foul trouble with with Adam with with Adam getting himself the number thirty uh, the number fifty getting himself uh, fouled out. But Pedro de Luanda was just a class act. All the way through, Gerson Gonzalez scoring um uh, scoring points. So to um uh, uh, so to uh, the captain uh, Paulo uh, Lionel Paulo, he was just so good in the paint, really good defensively, just always was ready to pick up that transition ball, which is something that you also want. Um, and that's what Pedro were doing, uh, points off the transition. Gerson Gonzalez scored a double-double with 19 points, 10 rebounds. Jone Pedro had 10 points, 8 rebounds. Carlos Moraes got some threes to fall, finally. He was having a very tough shooting uh, tournament, and today they finally went. They finally fell, which is what you want to see as a as 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 a shooter. Leonel Paulo scored 18 points, um, and uh, scored 17 points, eight from 10 from the field. He was very effective uh, for this team. Uh, Richards 
um, was was dominant in the paint. He only scored four points, but he was really problematic for A.S. Sale. Um, and, and normally the guys in the last game, Olympia Cipriano, who scored 20 points in the last game, only scored uh, four now. And, and, and it really went down to Rashad James not being able to get them. Because uh, Rashad James averaged 20.6 points per game coming into this one. And what they did with him is whenever he got the ball, Petro would double. They would always double. They would always trap him. Um, and, and it resulted in turnovers. Um, and, and those turnovers went on uh, to, to get them buckets. It was really a very clinical performance in the fourth quarter from uh, uh, from Luanda. They just look so good. Yes, we'll see Monastir tomorrow and we'll figure out how they look. Um, but this game that they, they've set up the semifinal with Zamalek, that's going to be a humdinger. That's going to be a thriller. This ASLA game was really good. You always thought at points where Terrell Stoglin, you're like, this man can bring them in. He can bring them in. And Stoglin really tried, but he needed help and he couldn't get that much of help from this team. You know, as I spoke about Naja, Naja got 14 points um, at at six to seven, at six uh, six uh, shots, six shots made off seven. Um, Terrell Stoglin had 10 from 11 from the free throw. He was uh, he was he was going in trying to get those fouls, trying to get this team going. But at the end, he needed help um, to try and put those uh, ones away, those shots away. They weren't falling for them towards the end. They were making a lot of mistakes in terms of turnovers with Saleh and it ended up that way. So that's what, that's how it happened. Great basketball on show. We saw Masai Ujiri in the crowd. I think Masai, there are a couple of guys, I'd say Toronto's G League team that, uh, was it the seven, nine fives? Um, those guys need to come and look. I'd look at Haruna. He's a really good shooter. I think he finished the tournament shooting at 40%. If there are going to be some transactions and moves, Haruna's one of them, uh, possibly moving to one of the teams that are going to probably make it in the end. Um, so to uh, Stoglin, if Stoglin becomes a free agent, uh, I certainly need to find a way to, to, to bring him back next year because if Stoglin becomes a free agent, he can go. He is my MVP for the tournament, even though they won't win it. He has been incredible in keeping his team in this tournament. It just said that it ends now, but essentially like the first semifinal offensively, the team needs help. Stoglin needs help. Peruna needed help in the first game and it just never arrived. And that's just disappointing. Rashad James finishes his tournament with just only five points. Um, and and one from five from three, one from six from the well, two from 11 from the field, 18% field goal percentage, 20% from the three. That's something that you do not want, um, as a as as Rashad James to finish in your inaugural basketball Africa League. But that's that's how the cookie crumbles. It is, um, hit or uh, a win, lose or go, lose and go home territory so these things happen so just let's look at tomorrow's fixtures and then well, let's give you um a, a little bit of a recap of what's going to happen what happened tonight so the semi-final first semi-final is sorted out zamalek are taking on petro de luanda on saturday 2 p.m the tomorrow we'll figure out who the two semi-finalists will be and i'll come back late in the evening at about 11 o'clock to do to do this one monastery take on duanes at 5 30 that's going to be quite an interesting game um if duanes can uh, hold out defensively and stop this monastery juggernaut they're in with a shot and then patriots against ferravario ferraviario de maputo that's going to be a humdinger patriots the home side in their home court in their home rooms 
trying to defend and get themselves to being the top four, the final four of this Basketball Africa League. That's what you're going to be looking out for tomorrow. So please uh, do uh, do watch and then join me back here on the Daily Recap to try and discuss all of these things. Please do send through your comments. Please do like the YouTube video. Do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you very much to everyone who's shown some love and also subscribed and given some comments on this. It's a great tournament. Really, really well run. So many trees. Oh, yes. If you score three, you 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 plant a tree. It's the most greatest innovation ever. And it's working out so well. I think over a thousand um, trees have been are going to be planted because of this tournament. That's really great. So congratulations to NBA Africa. We've got a few more games to go. We've got um, we've got about five games to go in this tournament. So it's about enjoying it as much as we can until we come back again next year or later in the year for the qualifiers. But really great uh, basketball on show today. So that's the end of the daily recap. Remember, my name is Mpom Mutwani. You can follow me at Mpom Mureki on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a great evening. We'll chat again tomorrow for the second, uh, for to conclude the quarterfinal stage here in Basketball Africa League. 2021 in Kigali, Rwanda. Till tomorrow, good night and goodbye.